A few uh, months ago, I was reading an article about uh, race in the scriptures, and uh, something that I had never thought about was mentioned, and that is, why is it we don't hear about skin color in the scriptures? The reason is because they didn't find it important. That, that's the ultimate point, and today we have the, this mention of the Ethiopian eunuch. We know Ethiopia is in Africa, uh, middle Africa. It would, they would have been dark-skinned. As a, a eunuch, though, that, it wasn't the fact that he was dark-skinned. It was the fact that he was a eunuch that got him his designation. I, I find that fascinating. And the more I think about that, the more I contemplate, the more... I know that the church needs to continue in that process of saying that skin color is nothing. It doesn't mean anything. What is it that we do, though? But uh, back to this eunuch. As a eunuch, he would have been an outsider in Judaism. He would have uh, uh, set himself different. Uh, as the Ethiopian, he would not have been necessarily Jewish, although there is a possibility there's a strong possibility. Because if you remember that whole story of, of Solomon and the Queen of Sheba, Sheba's near Ethiopia. She came from Sheba to sit and to listen to Solomon, the wisdom of Solomon, and there was something there. And it is suggested that there was a trade route between Sheba and Ethiopia and Israel, what, what we would call Israel now, Judah, and it's quite possible that that is how, after some 500 whatever is years, that this eunuch got a hold of the scriptures of Isaiah, and yet not fully understanding. And so he's reading these scriptures as he's going home. And he can't quite understand, and God provides. Isn't it amazing how God provides? And Philip the deacon, and this is the deacon, not the apostle, comes up to him and, do you understand what you're reading? And starts to explain Jesus to him. And can you imagine his zeal so much so that they come to some water, most likely water in a ditch, most likely maybe a little stagnant, but so desirous of being immersed in that relationship with Jesus Christ that I will take a bath in that dirty water just so I could be baptized. He receives the Lord, and, and the, the, the uh, story is that not only he, but others went back to Ethiopia, and there are people that trace their spiritual lineage yet to such people. Very, very early on, apostolic. In fact, uh, there's two groups of Coptics uh, that uh, there, there's Coptic usually means uh, Egyptian, but uh, there's there's the Coptics, and then there's Ethiopian Coptics that they began worshiping in the same manner as the Egyptian Coptics did, and uh, celebrated what we would call mass in a very similar way. 
This shows that the gospel is not just for a certain persons, certainly not for people of only one particular or two particular skin colors, but it is for all people. Why? And we, we hear it in, in today's gospel reading. And if you put it together, of course, with man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God, Jesus Christ is the word of God who becomes the bread of life. Jesus Christ is that word of God that the Father has sent that reveals the Father to us. Jesus Christ is the one who nourishes us. This Ethiopian eunuch was hungry, and he instinctively went to the word of God, the prophet Isaiah, but without having maybe a Jesus is much more than a condiment, but with uh, having, without understanding, it didn't, something didn't taste right, and it certainly didn't satisfy him until he heard Jesus. And I think the same is true for us, and so often we can, we can get so accustomed to hearing the scriptures, hearing the word of God, that we, we just kind of glaze over and, and just kind of ignore it. I, I hate admitting it, but I do that too. I could read the same scriptures over and over and over again, but it's only when I really open my heart and mind up and allow the Holy Spirit to speak that the scriptures stick out to me. Yes, I may not be jumping in any ditches too soon. It is dangerous to, to read and drive anyway, so although I did joke last night, I've seen the, the best bumper sticker I've ever seen is honk if you love Jesus, text and drive if you want to meet him. That's terrible, I know. But to have that zeal when we read the scriptures, to know that this is part of how God feeds us. But of course, as Catholics, we know it's not enough. Not only is the word of God made flesh for us, the word of God becomes the bread of life for us, but that bread of life is real that we receive him in the Eucharist. And so we must come to eat this bread, the bread of life, Jesus Christ, who makes himself bread for us this day to feed us. And as we hear, his flesh is for the life of the world.